0: i'm serious about the art
1: <laughs> i can tell <laughs> it just it comes through <clears throat> I'm, right from you. I'm john moltz i'm lex friedman i'm john armstrong welcome to turning this car
0: around My it's goal an adventure always, every episode. To see what my, John's gonna do.
2: Michael hmm. is to say, "I'm Lex Friedman." As soon as the zzz of molts has been uttered, like that's that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I'm just trying to. No I'm trying to make it so the ducking
1: on the Keep audio, the theme makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. That's bullshit. Whatever.
0: I'm not sure what that means.
1: Well, I believe we have some follow-up. Yeah, we do. Last episode, we had an excellent conversation about fantasy artwork and its. It hasn't left my mind. <laughs> it's, it's place It'll never. in my own adolescence. I don't know, John, did it, did it have a place in your adolescence?
0: Oh, yeah, totally. I read all the Conan books. Oh, so... At least all the ones. I read all the ones by um, Howard. Uh, Ron Howard, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> the
2: director. I can't remember his name. Dukembe Howard, I
0: believe it is. Edgar Howard. What's that the, guy like I'll find out. But uh, and then I even read some that were done by people later. Uh, so yeah, so I was very familiar with the fine work of Frank Frazetta,
1: mm. okay. which adorned many of those covers. Yes, it did. And but there's another artist that I could not Robert recall. Howard. Robert, Robert e. Howard. Howard. Okay. There was another another artist whose work i couldn't remember the name but actually i think his work was the work that was on the cover of the gore saga books
0: books. okay and that person's name
1: is boris vallejo
0: yes and i remember
1: that name yeah as well
2: i have no idea what we're talking about so
1: uh (laughs) i'm gonna send you a link because you didn't read Mr. You didn't read the show notes, did read you?
0: Read a damn book, Lance. I mean, no. I mean, I oh, know yeah. which. I I, just, oh, oh, I don't oh. have any
1: childhood experience with it. <laughs> yeah, you you're in you the post nerd <laughs> era. <laughs> no, so these 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 pieces are, I think, a little more disturbing than Mr. Frazetta's. But uh, like Frank Frizetta, there's a there's a, a realness to the feminine uh, figures that he uses. Um, so these are not like. Barbie women; these are like real women, and they're also kicking ass, and they also have you know swords and guns, swords and guns and tits. It's fantastic. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think oh, Wait, that, that was the uh, that was the
0: title of his autobiography, if I remember. <laughs>
1: swords, guns, and tits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah,
2: are so you I'm allowed just, to? Like, are you allowed to say tits when you have daughters? I thought there was like some rule against it. Where I I evicted that word from my
0: vocabulary. Uh, well, I'm assuming they're not in the room. No,
2: they're they are
1: nowhere near when I record these. I, that's one of the reasons we record when we do is they're not around.
2: <laughs> but I'm just saying like if I mean I I swear when I'm not talking to my kids and I don't swear when talking to my kids, but like tits, I it's a hard one for me to say actually. I just try to avoid that one whenever possible so that it never has any chance of slipping out in, mm-hmm. in the girls presence. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, you know,
1: I don't I mean I don't want to, I want to like protect my girls to a point, but my oldest is getting to the age of, of sort of the exploration. What the hell, what is, you know, what, what the hell is happening and with the world, like, why do I care about boys or, you know, what is happening to my body? Mm. And so I think that I'm, I'm less like I, when I, when she was born and young and like, yeah, totally no tits. We didn't used, you know, we used cute names. Um, and I remember
2: you've told us about some of the words you used to use. Yeah.
1: And so, but now with her, it's, it's changing and, and, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing a disservice. I mean, I'm not going to say tits around them. I will make a, an effort to watch my language so that I'm not disrespectful or, or can be considered disrespectful. However, right. I think as, as my girl's age, uh, I'm not going to be too uptight about that because it's not like it's a, a, a word that that is used often let's just put it that way and i'm using it here because we're it's kind of the subject of these amazing pieces of art it's true. <laughs> so that, that is so, a primary focus of these uh these, so these what i'm getting at is brand. that um I, I don't i don't know like i don't think you have to ban it's it
0: integral to our enjoyment of them as young men
1: right yeah. like you know and um I'm just, I'm kind of lost in these images. There's a lot of work, very prolific here, Mr. <laughs> Boris Vallejo. And it's really incredible.
0: He's uh, done so much. He yeah. has a tremendous body of work. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: I get it. Um, get it? See what I did there? Uh, uh,
1: so, I'm still kind of caught in the Centaur one. Um, there's a whole <laughs> lot of questions. I mean, right. The show notes for this episode are going to be pretty sexy. I can tell you that mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I think. The question of usually are. reproduction with a centaur, you know, what does that look like? I'm not going to talk about that with my girls. That's for sure. That's something they can learn on <laughs> their own
0: later. It's time you learn about centaur reproduction.
2: <laughs> so here's, here's a true interruption story which is that my wife has texted me that there is a uh, a wasp in the playroom and she asks if I can pause and help them for a moment. So I'm wow. going to step away. No. You don't have to stop. You guys can okay. keep going. Okay. We're going <laughs> to step away for, for about here. 3 minutes. Um, a,
0: right. An actual, right here an actual dad yeah. moment. I got to be a dad right now. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Are you uh, are you also in charge of bugs, John?
1: Okay. Yes, I've been um I've tried to It's funny. My my oldest has some texture stuff like she's been really uh she was kind of, from an early age, freaked out by certain textures, and I think still is, and that's part of her food stuff, I think, is around that, uh-huh. um, but um, I, we went to this kind of Comic-Con offshoot thing called Fans something or other, whatever, and it was like a mini Comic-Con. Uh-huh. We went to that a, couple, you know, a month ago or something, and she handled a snake for the first time, and oh. she touched a tarantula, so... Um, I think the bug thing, like if there's a spider or whatever, I'm, I'm still, yes, I'm called upon to eliminate or remove the spider. <laughs> Typically I will kill it and flush it and then say that I let it out to live in a fresh new life <laughs> in the outer colonies. But, um,
0: <laughs> the off world, off world
1: colonies, but, but yes, I am called to do the bugs, but, but I, yeah. I think it's cool that she's my oldest, especially, but both girls did it. They both handled like this. They had these. it was like a critter you know experience thing and there were there was a booth yeah. there which i don't know why they would be at a comic-con but they were and um maybe you would rent a snake for your costume <laughs> i guess you know i don't know <laughs> well
0: if you were a boris vallejo you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: char- character sure you definitely yeah i mean you need a, you need a gun mm-hmm. and a sword mm-hmm. and a bikini and mm-hmm. a snake mm-hmm. that's yeah. a that's a typical boris vallejo yeah image right there or
1: or a centaur, uh, some sort of beast, right? Like a snake. <laughs>
0: you are hung up on the centaur. The
1: centaur. There's some some winged creatures also. Well, yeah, like the yeah. eagle with like bulging muscles, and then the woman and <laughs> that, 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 that eagle man man eagle. What do you call those man, man eagle? What right. did I miss? Uh, we're talking about the man art. eagles. <laughs> man eagles. <In laughs>
2: yeah, pa- I miss so much. In particular, yeah.
1: the the artwork entitled abducted um where a woman is being carried away by what appears to be a human formed you know man arms but then oh yes hawk or eagle it, would you That's say it's going to happen
0: Birds, it's going to happen you're going to you know, bird. when you're <laughs> right you're standing around in your outfit that appears to only cover your nipples mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, there's no ass
1: coverage there this is some sort of free.
0: shoe thing that doesn't actually cover the bottom of your feet Mm-mm,
1: nope that, she's missing one uh, right there's she's got one on one foot
0: skirt that oh, really does not cover your butt Mm-mm. You, you will get scooped up by a giant man. Eagle. You're walking around like that.
1: And so are you saying that part of rape culture is that this is, <laughs> this is the embodiment <laughs> of rape That's right. Culture. Yes. I'm blaming She's the victim. She's asking for it. I'm blaming oh, the man. victim. No, no, this is no, getting no, weird. no, no, yeah, no.
0: No, no, She's not I asking am, for it. I am. I'm not part of the problem. I am actually the problem. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so let's suppose you had your childhood, you love these books, and you saved them all. Right. Uh, I'm not saying that either of you have done this and that they're your, your go-to collection or anything, but for example, I'm the author of a book called the Snuggy Sutra. This is an unpaid oh, yeah. plug. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, Oh, you'll I be paying John leave. and I, actually. You always, yeah, yeah, right. You You're going to have to fine. pay both of us. The, the, the Snuggie Sutra, for those who don't know, uh, it's pretty hard to figure out from the title, but it's like the Kama Sutra, but with Snuggies. So it's a, a sex book, and it's a, a, a humorous, or it's at least trying to be a humorous sex book, and mm-hmm. it's all like stick figure kind of drawings with Snuggies covering all the good stuff. But it's a book that I can't leave out around the house because I have these three young kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like... At what and this is kind of to your point about the word tits, John. But it's like at what point do you stop trying to protect your kids from knowing that there is you know naughty stuff out there? I think you know I don't know. I
1: think there's a sense of discovery that that helps define those the 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 the, le- the learning moments. So for me, one of the first times that I saw uh, nudity was in a drug store when they used to sell playboys and they just had them out. Oh man. They just had them out on the, like there was, and it was low level too. Number they four. were sort of right there. <laughs> Today is level. the internet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, now it's just, you know, type in a word into a search field and then you're going to land on some, you know, do a video search and you're there. But
2: <laughs> so, so uh,
1: you know, I think I, I, I don't know. Like I'm right now her, her, my oldest internet usage is filtered heavily. my youngest,
2: She's got to really, use Bing for crying out
1: yeah. loud. <laughs> that way we know she won't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks. Sorry, Bing uh, as a potential yeah. sponsor. <laughs>
2: the best part is they've totally sponsored podcasts with me in the past. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say, not, nowhere, apparently so. not a
0: sponsor ever. Huh? <laughs> I, and actually, I actually use Bing, so there. Oh,
2: wow. I've done the switch where I've
1: tried them for a while. And, uh, the, I think if you're looking for images, it's really pretty good. The image search is good. Um, I Do you noted. it? Don't know about their, their web search. I wasn't, I mean, it's okay, but anyway, so my oldest, I'm kind of gradually, uh, decreasing the amount of, uh, lockdown, like, like, um, she kind of has the free internet, but I've got some filters that I've, I've done, you know, like no sites over this or no apps over whatever the age, like 13 or whatever the age is in the app store, right? The teenage age, nothing over that but and I, and whatever she's playing i'm always like what are you what are you doing so there's some helicoptering there is some like not snooping but just sort of staying on top of what she's doing on the computer if mm-hmm. if she's on the computer or even the ipad if she's online the youngest she just wants to play like endless alphabet and you know fruit ninja or whatever so she's she's still you know she's not in the questioning era of like what does the world look like and how is there nudity and what is that about? And what's the story there? So, <laughs> so anyway, the, my oldest, God, this is really a long,
0: <laughs> uh, it's okay. You can cut all of this. Yeah. I, uh,
2: okay. I was, you know, when you, something about the way you just described that though, uh, for the part I was awake for, mm-hmm. I was thinking, um I, mean, I was, I was thinking, I fell asleep myself. So I had this kind of ongoing, uh adolescent fantasy. I was like, man, and this is probably my own negative contribution to rape culture, and so I feel bad about it now. But I was like, Man, I think if I were in charge of the world, I would just make all the hot girls walk around naked all the time. Hmm. And I imagine that's not like an uncommon male thought at that age or any age. But <laughs> I don't think um, that's about
1: rape culture. That's just about testosterone flowing right. freely through your body at an incredibly high. But I would
2: be I would be subjugating women, right? I'd be forcing them to do something against their will. Well, what That's if they the like being bad. naked? There are women what? who like being naked. <laughs> I, mean, I think I would be okay wow. with just encouraging the women who like being naked to be naked. To what John. you would, would say okay is, that. you would say,
0: I felt bad about blaming the woman who got scooped up by the hawk.
2: <laughs> I thought it was an eagle.
0: It, uh, it it's hard to tell. Could I be think an it's eagle. It's a hawk
2: yeah it's more hawk like it's on closer bird inspection guy. definitely
0: and i definitely blame the giant bird guy and his but, giant you know, bird guy <clears throat> culture yeah to go a little topical
2: though for a second no no we were talking um what was the oh so there was the i mean i don't want to get into talking about him because i hate him but there was the guy who shot up a bunch of people and said that it was in large part because he was a virgin and because he felt right. owed sex and people didn't sleep with him and i hate that person that's horrible that that's stupid um, and he's, he needed a major help, but didn't get it. So some of the conversation I was seeing after that was, you know, uh, that there's an issue here where we, you know, we we're training our girls to be careful and we're not training our boys not to be douchebags, right? Uh, that's my, you know, dumbed down (laughs) summary of this discussion. But like I I was, at first I was, I was thinking, do I feel indignant about this? Am I insulted by this? Not just as a man, but as a dad. And then I was thinking, well, I don't know, because I have said jokingly to friends many times, it was my go-to line for a while that, you know, when I had, I had two daughters. And then when I found out that Lauren was pregnant with Liam, um, I was nervous because I was like, I mean, I know how to have girls. I don't know what to do with boys. And I basically said that I, I kind of hope that, um, I hope that my daughters are are both gay because okay. I know how men are, and I'm like, man, no, I'm, I'm I'm definitely part of this problem. Or at least, in the, I mean, I'm I am similarly afraid of men. I guess basically is how I really thought of it. But then I also said that I kind of hope that Liam's gay too, so mm-hmm. that's the one outlier. So, so you're hoping that every you're you've re, you're raising
1: a family of gay children is right. what you're saying? Queer as Friedman, we
2: call it. Um, <laughs> the, I don't know. I, yeah.
1: Well. Well, that's a,
2: sure. I mean, that's great for you. Oh, that's good. I mean, if that works, I think uh, I, I don't think any of them are. Although there's one who I actually I wouldn't at all be surprised, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not going to name any names yet.
1: Well, I think every parent has <laughs> that moment where they look and go, maybe, but I, you know, you never know, right? Until until the time of they right. either are or not, or they, yeah. So. I think there's a few things I mean things. my hope is
0: my hope is that kids growing up now are just going to be more open to their feelings about stuff like that and right. be more Sexual you know identity. less less encumbered by yeah. layers and layers of cultural crap that tell them to be one way or the other. And what's hard is like we tell our kids about, you know, gay parents,
2: about the, the, how you don't have to have a mommy and a daddy, it can be, you know, two of either kind and y- you can love anybody whatever. I'm fine teaching them that and we teach them all that and they totally get it and they think that any other concept is ridiculous. What I haven't talked to them about is also there are other people who are douchebags who think the opposite, like who think it's not okay, and They think it's yucky or bad or mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, for two men or two women to love each other, I don't want to. Ex- I want to hold off on exposing them to that for as long as possible. I started having that conversation with my oldest that there are. Yeah, people we've who- had
0: that. We've had that because it's come up with uh, politics. I mean, he asks about you know people. Someone will be running. And, you know, we he asks us to explain who we who we want and why. And so we oh, said, that's good. We like these people because we think that they're nicer to all kinds of people. Mm. So sort of you're,
1: you're pro-Hawkman
0: party. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Hawkman. <laughs> I just want to see the Hawkman and the half-naked lady uh, live in peace. You're right. They need to work through their differences. Work through their differences. And, and, and maybe I the title that of he, painting. He needs to be more respectful.
1: Yeah. And, and maybe the title of the painting isn't so much abducted as it is Hey, you yeah, you know
0: what? That's really, and that's really the problem is the title of the painting because he could be helping her out, right? It's like right?
1: rescue, or you know, yes. she said, Listen, I need a ride to the supermarket. Can you help out? <laughs> right. And maybe right. her clothing's appropriate for the supermarket, maybe it's not, but you know, she's got to get some milk and eggs, <gasps> so and butter. so
0: I mean, really. <laughs> And, and not that she's going to cook it either. She may be bringing that praising, back and maybe
1: Hawkman is going to have to do some preparation, some food prep
0: after praising all this art. We're really coming to the conclusion that this art is actually terrible and really yes. very much part of the problem. <laughs> so right, right, I mean, right. You, you so, guys saw it
2: in your childhood. So I think you have a special place for it. But when I first saw it last yes. week and seeing it again this week, I was like, boy, this is bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it really is. It's a, you know, the thing, well, I think so actually this
1: is a good place to continue the eight hour follow up <laughs> the, gore, the author who wrote the gore books actually had a book called imaginative sex because there's all this crazy slave stuff in those books like especially with women it's really really tweaked and i stopped reading the books because it was like that's all this is, is some dudes whack off you know like jerk off fantasy about uh domination and you know bds and m stuff so and even as a teenager it was like, I had my sort of boundaries around this stuff. Like, you know what? No, 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 no slave women, no nothing. And actually there's a twist in one of the books where the male hero actually becomes a slave and he gets treated like a slave. And so there's a culture, there are part of our culture, I don't know what the percentage is that, that are into, um, you know, kink. And I think this art kind of speaks to that like the fa it's a fantasy it's an, it's not re it's not saying you know women are helpless because clearly there's women with there's a woman with the sword beating like she's kicking some major dragon ass right here in ahead and beyond uh b-712 so is <laughs> that bad i mean she's kicking ass the dragon is hers she is commanding Available that as dragon. a
0: deluxe print for 25 dollars. that's right <laughs> But
1: but I think it's it's easy. We to want to say, thank you today's
0: sponsor, Boris Vallejo. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's easy to say this is all bad. I don't think that's true. I think there's it's a fantasy. It is a fantasy, and I think we that's the so there's another part of this that to me is a bigger explanation to kids is saying, see this crazy stuff over here. This is a fantasy. This is make believe. And my oldest really gets it because she's starting to read books that are. There's all these supernatural books, of course, right now that are super right. popular. And so she's starting to read. She hasn't read she's done some Harry Potter, but uh she hasn't read anything like be like beyond her age.
2: Right. No sexy twilight stuff. R- yet.
1: R- yeah, no twilight. I'm guessing that'll happen, you know. Hopefully in a couple of years. But, I mean, so but, but to your point, that's that's the ongoing board.
2: conversation, right? If you play a violent video game or something, it's like, yes, we can pretend that we're killing people, but our rule is we don't actually kill people. I, I don't have any games like that around. I've stopped right. that. Nor do so we. It, yeah. but, but if I had a boy,
1: that might be different. And I don't know that. What does that say about you know? Are you pretty sexist? Is yeah, what that says? Awful,
2: I think. That's worse than this artwork. <laughs> that's for sure. Like or so, if my kids are playing Mario Kart, we don't actually throw our banana peels out of the car. Kids is what I explain. Right. Only in the game
0: can we do that. <laughs> That's fine for the fine for the Freedmans. <laughs> 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 oh, we don't throw our banana peels out, Or shells, by the way.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: messy. We are shell thrower.
2: We do we do throw the shell. You got it. You got to throw a
0: blue shell, man. I mean, if I had the lightning bolt power, I would use that, that is, regardless. That is a a uh, blue shell is the great me. equalizer. It's hmm. not education. What about it's the education. Education. <laughs> That's a blue so shell? The,
2: the blue shell is good because it's like, it's like you, you have a chance. First place isn't guaranteed to win first lightning bolt is you were doing so terribly, we're going to do everything we can to help you feel better about yourself. Like the lightning bolt is pity. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I know when well, the rocket is pity, isn't
1: it? Yeah. both those i think fall into the you're so far behind we're gonna
0: we're gonna pick you up and drop you in the front (laughs) right
1: (laughs) and and really
0: you're still not gonna win
1: right Right. because you're not good enough but you'll still feel like like you had a chance at some point yeah the 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 rocket is uh marlos that's her what gets her to the
2: which which mario kart edition is the is the rocket in uh we It's yeah, okay. We, I just haven't yeah. played it in long enough to remember. I got I got to get uh, so, uh, we're, so we're jumping no, all over I, on there, the topic. No, front. but
0: there's no picture there's no picture of a woman abducting a man here. So I don't think not it's even all, a I mean hybrid. I, I, I understand that it's fantasy but okay. Well, it's maybe p- that's it. You know, maybe pandering it's time. to certain fantasies and not necessarily pandering to all fantasies. Um there is however a picture of a guy. <laughs> With uh, like a muscle ripped guy with with a dumbbell on it's entitled dumbbell, which seems to me that might indicate that he's stupid. So that's mm, kind of uh, mm. at least hmm. derogatory towards him. Well, no, uh, but I yeah, I, I just don't it doesn't strike me as there's there's and the most of the men are just as naked as the women. So it's, yeah, it's
1: not about nudity. That but there's a a deeper thing right i mean there's a deeper let's look at let's look at the woman so she's got a thing as well <laughs> i'm not sure what, okay so is this now the topic no no, no 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 boris <laughs> there's boris vallejo and then there's julie bell and their partners they're they are life partners as well as artistic partners so we're going to look at view all julie and we're going to take a look at her work and see what she brings to the table so for example looking at a piece of work called we're filtering. I love how we're filtering like all this through (laughs) fantasy artwork, but here's a dude. This one is called, uh, hold on. Let's go back. This one is called the albatross and it's that this beefy dude with chains and like, uh, like it looks to me like some sort of Chrome dragony creature. Now is that, that that, there's no, I mean, he's bound, but there's no implied, (laughs) Female overforce.
2: <laughs> what the hell is happening?
1: I don't know. I don't know. But I, we we've gone down we a move really on. crazy. <laughs> I, we. I like that he says we. we listen, you're like Maybe show. I should move on. <laughs> no,
0: I, I should close this window. I is what should, I can yeah, do. Exactly,
1: because we're like, wait, wait, wait. What about this one?
0: Because I can't, I can't stop looking at these. No, there's a lot of
1: work to look at.
0: One of them is one of them is a cover from Conan. So should, <laughs> you guys he did, can't he stop. Some, no, we can't. He did some Conan stuff too.
1: This, I know, we, you know, this was a formative. <laughs> I have to tell you, this was my porn, really, because <laughs> I didn't have like my dad didn't subscribe to Playboy. You know, my dad was not. He, we didn't have right. those around. And until I had friends whose dads did...
2: Oh, none of my friends' dads did. I had to steal Playboy from the barber like everybody else. and barber didn't have any <laughs> either. Really? Have uh, I not told you this story?
0: No. None of my friends no, got Playboy. Go.
2: But... Um, the, we went to a barber who was bald, which I always thought was cruel. Mm. And he, uh, he had Playboy magazine in his barber chambers. Is that what you call it? His store. And, uh, I was never able to pick it up because it was my dad taking me to the, to the barber. And he would never pick it up, at least not when I was there. I'm sure if he went by himself, he, he did. Um, but uh, eventually he moved from his uh, business that had been right next to the firehouse and also next to a bakery. So after each haircut, we go get these giant cookies. And so I used to love getting my haircut for these giant cookies. But he moved to make his haircut business be out of his house. And he kept getting all the same magazines. But he, instead of having like many men there at one time, which it used to be because, you know, he didn't make an appointment, he just showed up. Now, since it was his house, he had to make an appointment. He didn't have a big waiting room. Uh, but he kept getting all the same magazines. So there was a time when... I was a big fan. I don't mind admitting of 90210 the original series. Sure. And I had a major crush on Shannon Doherty and there I'm in his office. I'm in his office. I'm in his house where he's going to cut hair. My dad's going first and there, um, on the table is playboy with Shannon Doherty on the cover. Oh my God, this is insane. And I I had gone. my dad's picking me up from school and taking me to the haircut place. And I'm like, gosh, this, this is like, Oh, I'm working on homework here. I have an idea. I'm going to steal the playboy. So I'm like, Oh, you know, I think I left, uh, my other book in the car and I've slid the, I've, I put my, my trapper keeper on top of the stack of magazines. I pick it up with the magazine, hold it to my chest, go to the car, shove the magazine in the backpack, bring it back and some other book and then continue doing my homework and so that that one playboy got me through many 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 lonely so days So
0: successfully carried out
2: oh yeah I stole I stole the there nice. I never got caught I stole eventually <laughs> eventually uh I had a uh I, I assembled enough collection not from him I only stole the one playboy from him and then like I was just you know stealing Victoria's Secret catalogs that came in the mail and things like that mm-hmm. but uh I kept everything in this briefcase that was <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like in my special briefcase in my Room. It was like <laughs> nobody look in the briefcase in my closet. But I had this briefcase with like a right. locking mechanism on. It. That's where I kept all my stuff. Sure, it's great. That's fantastic. Wow. wow, I think we can just wrap it up right there.
1: That, that's a great. <laughs> so, what we're getting at? Then. Are you mocking my story? No, no, That's a great story. I am not oh, mocking okay. it. I wish that I had a barber that had Playboy. I think true story.
2: I cut out the, my favorite pictures, so I would. Go <laughs> sure, so would Rather we? than having the magazine right. in the yeah, makes in perfect the, sense. In the briefcase, or it was like these cut. But like one of the Shannon Doherty pictures, I can still see it right now. I'm sure I could Google and find it, but we're probably not going to put that in the show notes. One of them, she was in a bathtub. Hell, we're not. And it was, (laughs) (laughs) of course, not. It was so small. But like when you in the magazine, it was like reasonable. But when you cut it out, it was just so tiny, and it was sad to me. It was sad. No, (laughs) it's not sad. That's
1: all we had. It's what you 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 have to you know. This is all part of forming your sexual identity. I, I want to go back to something you said about hoping your kids are gay
2: because it would absolve <laughs> you of the responsibility
1: of sort of like, do you also hope my kids are gay? Is that what I you know No, I don't actually. I hope that they are what they, what they're meant to be.
0: Right, I, them, I, I want to are, make sure that they're the, going to be,
2: a nice hope Wait,
0: wait to not pick a side, John. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I like <Yeah>. that you're <laughs>
2: suggesting that I hope that I can force them to be gay. Like not that I want to to. <laughs> no, I feel the same way as you. I, if I got to pick, I would be rooting for. You know, I'm rooting for them to turn out gay, but I will be happy whether they're straight <laughs> or gay.
1: I'm not rooting for anything. Just, what I'm rooting yeah. for is that they have the freedom <laughs> to be who they are, who they who they are, and my job, as I see it is to is to help them uh figure that out um that does, that in terms of sexual identity i think that's going to happen i don't there's not much i can do there except for to teach tolerance and understanding and acceptance and that's super therapeutic language but that's i think there's a truth to it and that's that if you want your if you want to make a difference in the world the place to start is with your kids and this is, now we've taken another turn, but I've, I genuinely think that, that, you know, I, I watched, um, I'm not going to say which family member, but there was a family member and, and, uh, they were teaching their, he was saying things, it was a man and, um, the kids were picking up on it and he was like, it, it like hit him. He suddenly said, that's how racism continues is that the kids pick up on it from an adult, um, Figure in their lives, and they've they the adult makes it okay, and that perpetuates something like racism or rape culture or whatever. And so, I think I want to not, I mean, I'm not, I don't say the N word, for example, that's not a word I use, that doesn't make me better than anyone else. But what I'm saying is, is that
2: (laughs) oh, look look at Mr. Yeah, I don't (laughs) use the N word here, jeez, (laughs) show
1: off, no, but humble brag. I don't know, (laughs) right. Uh, i would guess that the two of you are in the same space <laughs>
0: yes yeah uh, right, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah and as a matter of fact he's heard of the word somehow mm. I can't, i'm not exactly sure how but he's heard of the word and uh you know possibly from having an npr on i don't know <laughs>
1: uh, and he but he doesn't well, know what it is he knows it
0: starts with an n and it's called the n word and he's uh knows that it's bad and so he's obviously very interested in it but he doesn't i don't think he quite gets it that it's like it's bad for kind of a different reason than the f word is
1: bad right uh, i remember when girls would call or not just girls but everybody there was like this this fad that went through that was probably i don't know seventh eighth grade ninth grade where you'd be called gay and that yeah. meant and that was a pejorative term right and i always thought that 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 was kind of dumb because like my sister lived on Castro street and that was a safe neighborhood. And that wasn't, an, you know, like, okay, there are men that wear assless pants, but they also have a safe neighborhood and they've created a safe community for, for people to live. They're also part of the, they're part of the community. They're cops and firefighters and EMTs and all the rest of it. They're contributing to their community. <laughs> I'm so glad
2: you said EMTs. Cause when you said cops and firefighters, I was like, if he says like
1: right. Indian chief yeah. and he's just describing YMCA yeah. and <laughs> right. I wanted to include people. the emergency. Uh, yeah, response people, worried. doctors. <laughs> There's no doctor
2: in village. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, but but um, anyway, I always I no, that always right. if they the redid it way.
0: now that then, then it would be like a doctor and, right.
2: right it yeah. would be a doctor a lawyer and maybe a whole bunch of professionals <laughs> like a coder, you know, JavaScript yeah. developer, mm-hmm. app developer. Um, now you, you've raised an interesting dead. question in my mind uh, unintentionally and one that I like I genuinely want to think about and even talk about, but then I'm also embarrassed to think about and talk about, which is at what age for my kids, am I okay with them seeing porn? And do I have to have a conversation Uh with them about like, here's the adult content you'll be able to find on the internet. You know, (laughs) here's my favorite sites. Yeah. Here are the sites daddy visits. Um, but no, we talked, we talked in the past about, you know, the expectations that the, the false expectations that porn can set and what impact they would have on, uh, you know, young developing minds. But it's like, they're not going to not find this stuff. They're going to find this stuff oh, yeah. without the double negative. Man, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like I need to have a plan.
0: Right. I'm not sure how you approach that too, because I, basically I use uh, filtering right now for, and I only what do, do it because his...
2: people are going to ask, because you both mentioned that you filter. What do you use to filter?
0: Uh, God, no, I can't remember what the heck it is. Um, I'll have to look it up. Um, no problem. Uh, I'm using the Apple yeah. default stuff. Gotcha but there's a, well controls. there's a but apple default stuff won't filter web content. No it won't. It won't. So that's what I
1: Wait, but isn't there a Safari setting that you can say like try to filter porn sites or try to filter I think it'll try.
0: Maybe, but I don't think it works very well.
1: No.
2: Is uh, Net Nanny, do you use Net, Net Nanny? Me.
0: I th- might have been Net Nanny. Might have been Net Nanny that I use. Anyway, it's just an IP address that I put into his you know, his yeah. internet settings. And it proxies everything through that, so oh, he can't go to you know double penetration right <laughs> <So>. man <laughs> which is you know and, and you know, i don't if he's curious about like the human body i don't i mean I don't mind him seeing stuff like that particularly, but yeah it's it's there's another there's a whole other level to the to what what that opens up because unfortunately these sites all have a pretty cut and dry policy on. Oh, if it's nudity, then it's no good. Mm-hmm. So if there's, and, and I'm not even sure if there are, I mean, I've not really looked for this kind of thing, but if there is something that does this in a respectful manner.
1: with <laughs> <laughs> a respectful double penetration site.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. For, you know, <laughs> a youngster's first. DP <laughs> Oh <laughs> my god.
2: Well, I don't know if they ever rip podcasts off iTunes, but if there's an episode, <laughs> this is probably the episode that
0: we should never Listen, Now that we've
2: I mean, anybody who's listened this far clearly likes us. So if you do and you want to give us a couple extra minutes of your time, go fill out our uh, our survey, the turning this car around survey. It takes Two seconds. I mean, it probably takes two minutes depending on how fast you read, but it's an easy survey. And if you fill out our survey, you get entered into a uh, monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Mm. So uh, do that. We don't share or sell your email address. The only reason to ask your email address is so if you win the gift card, you can get it. Other than that, we you know get rid of them. So go to podsurvey.com slash car. Again, it's podsurvey.com slash car. Take our survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card Uh, And you can use it on anything, including the weird, creepy stuff that uh, John and John love.
1: No, whoa, 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 whoa. Love is not exactly the way I want (laughs) to cherish. No, (laughs) it was a formative art experience. And in looking at it again, I'm, I'm taken back to that time when testosterone flowed with a heavier degree of higher quotient through my body
2: than does now when you think about like the quintessential childhood moment for yourself, like your, uh, your best memory from childhood or your most prominent memory from childhood, do you, does one jump to mind right away? Like if you're thinking, hey, you're my childhood for a second, like, is there one moment or time that you always go back to? Mm. Mm.
0: You mean porn related? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I meant in general,
2: <laughs> like,
1: uh, that's well, a grade school, grade school and high school doesn't really count. Cause I think you're kind of a, transition period but yeah i kind of go to grade school
2: and there's grade school moments i think of um for some reason, like not even my best friend, but just a friend who I you know, we we liked each other planning, we saw each other a lot, Louis Rizzuto and I. Mm. Outside Mr. Gabriel's class, which I think was either fourth or fifth grade, we had really just figured out swearing. And yeah. every every break we had in the hallway, we would just sit and swear to each other just nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't <laughs> angry at each other, we were just trying to see what we could sure. do. Like look at that shitting fuck bitch. And it was, <laughs> it was awesome. Loved it. And so that's that's one memory which I can't ever share with my kids. Like, here's this big. I, remember I have and <laughs> you damn shit. And, um, and the other one is like this time at Disney world where, uh, uh figment. I don't know if you guys remember the figment character. I don't know if he's still mm. around. It was like a weird purple dragon kind of thing. I think it was part of Epcot. No. And, um, my parents got me a figment doll because I became so enamored of this guy and I had a bag that figment was in and they'd also bought me lifesavers at my request and uh, I kept walking around with the whole family going, crunch, crunch, figment, stop eating my lifesavers. And everybody thought this was hilarious, that I was acting as if Figment was eating my lifesavers in this bag for some reason, and I wouldn't let it go. And I did it for an hour, and they just thought, they, they they couldn't get over it. It wasn't like Family Guy where it was funny because they repeated so much, and then not funny, and then funny again, like it was just nonstop funny. And that uh, that was the first time I remember being really funny. <laughs> nice i killed i killed in that room (laughs) i i think there is a particular series of
1: slumber parties that i always go back to that was sort of like there was a sense of freedom and discovery not so much about sex as much as it was about just myself and what i liked um i have a i have a group of friends i'm close with a couple of them still uh who you know they were not uh, I was raised in a very Mormon community. They were not not Mormon. That was part of it, but the other part of it was just who they were. They they were into stuff like this. I mean, I heard about Frank Frazetta and Gore through my friend John, and he was awesome with this stuff. Like he knew all about it. And I had another friend in grade school that introduced me to John, and he was into it too. And his big brother was into it. And these are all, you know, these are people who. It's not like they were uh, sleazy people. These are super intelligent, you know amazing people who've done amazing things in their lives and um but as kids they were into this this thing because their siblings were into it or their their church group people like somehow they heard about it and so i remember these slumber parties where lego was involved swearing was involved (laughs) um too much caffeine and you know a lot of ping pong and
2: just lego and swearing i love
1: it and, and coke you know like Coke or Pepsi, not coke the oh, drug, but that's you know, a, a much more interesting. Party for a blow. second, <laughs> a Ziploc full, Just like a, of court quart yeah, right. bag full of eight balls. No, 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 no. We were innocent, but yeah, that's the same kind of thing. But I, we had, and with that same group, I would guess the the total hours talking about sex or about girls and women. It would, it would be staggering the percentage of time that was spent talking about and uh, conjecturing and wondering and asking the research questions about it. it, was just, it was, but it was so great to be around people that I could do that with and there wasn't a judgment. It was like, that was what you did. It was okay. And I love that. I love that sense of freedom. And um, so I want my girls to have that too. And I think, I think my oldest is kind of getting there. She's got some friends that are interesting. There's a range of boundaries that their parents have and that are different than mine. And that's an opportunity to have that conversation. I think that's where the conversation
2: starts is for me anyway. How about you, Maltz? You got a rose tinted memory of some sort from childhood?
0: I'm not sure I'm I'm clear on the criteria for this one.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying when you think about your childhood, and you come up with something, oh, yeah, that was a nice thing. Like what's what's your go-to nice childhood Yeah, memory?
0: but you you guys seem to be talking about stuff that's childhood leading into adulthood, like uh that that exploration process in particular. I mean, swearing, I guess. But yeah. the
2: figment one, no. <laughs> no. no for me those not. are my
1: favorite youth moments. I just those are by, by far so it's not so much about the transition; it's just the that's that's the period of time that was one of my favorites.
2: All right, if, if it's too hard for you, I, you can I, pass. You can pass. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
2: the thing I'm thinking of after Armstrong's answer, though, is that like I got to get more playdates scheduled for my oldest. She's the one who has the least amount of free time. And she's got all sorts of activities and stuff. So she sees plenty of kids and she has plenty of social time, but we're not doing enough, I think to, to schedule one-on-one, hang out with another kid and develop fun kid memories together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got that too. He, he just, I mean, like I've said, said previously, I mean, he, he has a real good relationship with these kids up the alley because it's a family of three kids and he can join that group and and they they go from you know how oh, there's that thing where there's three that there's always one who gets you know two of them bond together and the other one gets picked on and him entering that into that sort of fixes that problem for them and he just clicks with them really well and so i'm hoping this summer that he can spend more time with with them the problem is they're like they're busy family mm-hmm. much more than much more than we are i mean we have something scheduled but you know we're not we don't have that much schedule they're, they're like a super hike super we're
1: gonna go see this this weekend we're going well there. they
0: and they have a they have a place someplace else and so they go to their mm. their their house their uh, like vacation house a lot mm. and you know we don't yeah we don't.
1: we don't leave the house that much. but <laughs> but would your son get an invite to go do you think
0: uh maybe eventually
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh the so he he's kind of in between so there's a girl who's a little bit older than him and then there's a girl who's younger than him and then there's a boy who's younger than that girl and so he's kind of the age of the two girls Mm. so he's probably not going to get they're not going to say hey let's they're not going to say hey yeah come on um but for like hanging out and playing and jumping on the trampoline and sometimes you know so the, the boy is now getting into minecraft and so there's a big yeah yeah thing there but yeah, but he needs he needs more. I mean, particularly as an only child, he needs more of that time with other kids.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think my kids are all good human beings. And I think we haven't done quite enough for the oldest to help her develop, uh, you know, how to play with somebody her own age skills. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's fine. I think if we never did another play date, she'd be okay too. But like her younger sister had time sort of playing up. But Anya sort of did the opposite, right? She had to learn to play down because she was the oldest. And I'm I'm not saying that like she wants to play with blocks when the other kids want to play some more mature thing. It's not anything like that. But she, you know, she got used to always having her way for a long time when the younger sister would listen to whatever she wanted to do. And uh, now it's no longer that way. Just like my kids used to listen to me, and now they don't. (laughs) Um, But they realize there's more of them than you, and they can. It's like what I remember is growing up, I was around. Uh, we were allowed to call people on the weekends as of, I, it was either nine o'clock or 10 o'clock. At that point, everybody had to be awake at that house. And so I was allowed to call. And then I had to say, Hi, this is Lex. May I please speak to, you know, Jeff? And. Um, then we were scheduling, we didn't call them play dates. It was just, can you come over and play? It would be like, they should arrive at one and they should be picked up at five. So we had, you know, those solid hours to play however we wanted. And my kids never have play situations of that length. They will. um, And they don't plan on themselves. Also, it does, are they just not quite old enough? When did it start for you? Uh, I would, I think it started
1: first grade. There was a major uptick, but I think even then it wasn't. That wasn't as big a deal as um, second, second grade after second grade, things really picked up and there were neighborhood friends that she got along well with. And now she's found like a super good friend, super, like they, they hang out all the time and they have a funny relationship. They're, they're similar. They both wear glasses. They're kind of geeky. Um, and they kind of push each other a little bit. Like that was the friend that got Lita to touch the tarantula so that was the they dared each other and i I wasn't even a part of it i i was watching the four-year-old you know want to touch everything including the white snake the tiny little white snake that was super freaky (laughs) with with red band red not the band (laughs) uh, Coverdale was no what is david whatever his name coverdale nowhere around thank god no (laughs) anyway they did that on their own i was there but i wasn't there there i wasn't like watching them and you know trying to do anything to get them to do like push themselves they did that themselves but they spend a lot of time together they they sleep over i've had i've hosted uh the girl over here and the there's a sister that's a little older than marla so they can all four play together and it's like there was a saturday a few weeks ago where uh they were like hey their house is kind of like the kool-aid house like their their house is come on everybody let's just it's open let's go like Whatever we're playing, we're having playtime, and this is what we do. And so, they love to play there, and the mom's cool with having the kids over. So, I dropped both girls. I well, my one daughter had a sleepover, and then she wanted to stay until five, which was like, if you can handle that, (laughs) mama friends,
2: are you sure you're okay with this? Right.
1: And she actually liked it because it, it meant that they were kind of self contained and could do stuff, and she didn't have to worry about it. But then they invited Marlo over, so I brought Marlo over. And then said, okay, this is what I'm going to pick everybody up. And then I said wow. to the mom, if there's an issue, please don't hesitate to call. And it was awesome. I I'll got, be in Tahiti. Know, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. Um, I'm joining the witness protection program. Right. I'm no longer available. No, it was just, it was, but it was great because they had the super long. And so Marlo is kind of defaulting into this. Um, but, you know, I still have to drive, drive Lita there. She can't walk on her own. So that's, that's a drive pickup. It's not like a neighborhood thing. Um, right. But anyway, oh God, this episode's a fucking, this is a disaster, this episode.
2: No, it's good. (laughs) As long as they can make it through the first half hour, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I'd taken longer to kill the wasp is all I'm saying. (laughs)